When I say that there is a normal way to breathe, I am not suggesting that it is universally correct in all situations. Rather, human anatomy and biology dictate that when at rest, and barring unusual circumstances, there is one optimal way to breathe. Modifications of that pattern may be inappropriate under other circumstances, of course. For example, during high levels of physical exertion, the pattern of breathing will be different than when at rest. But in most cases, the pattern isn't dramatically different. This book will explore normal breathing in hopes that it may be helpful to you. I now cringe a little when I see how many times poor breathing advice or instruction is doled out. This ranges from yoga classes to self-help courses to advice from psychologists to friends advising friends to take a deep breath. I cringe because nine times out of ten, it seems to me that the advice or instruction prompts the recipients to over-breathe. Breathing too much can have catastrophic health effects when practiced for long periods of time. The scientific term for over-breathing is hyperventilation. We'll be taking a look at hyperventilation in a lot more detail throughout the book, and by the end, you will understand why it is a problem and how to take some simple, safe, and practical steps to restore normal breathing patterns. It took me the better part of 15 years before I finally took the time to learn just a little bit about the anatomy and the biology of breathing. And when I did, my views of breathing changed. No longer did dramatic and extreme breathing practices appeal to me. No longer did I follow the instruction to breathe deeply by taking a bigger breath. And I began to see the association between emotional and psychological symptoms and breathing patterns. In this book, I hope to share with you what I have learned. I don't profess to be the world's leading authority on the subject of breathing, but I can tell you that everything I share in this book is safe, gentle, and founded upon an understanding of how human respiration works. Not all books about breathing can make that claim. In fact, from my experience, far too many should come with a warning that following the advice given in the book is likely to lead to predictable symptoms of hyperventilation. Other breathing philosophies may offer a lot of theories about how practices will increase chi or prana or cleanse you of toxins. I don't dismiss the possibility of chi or prana, but many of the exercises that some so-called experts give for raising chi or prana lead to hyperventilation, not an increase in energy, or at least not in the long term. Also, many of those systems have been traditionally taught in person by genuine masters who have perfected some technique over a lifetime. Outside of that context, many extreme breathing practices have the potential to be dangerous. The first thing that I cover in this book is how breathing actually works. I believe this information can offer important insights that will enable you to understand why many breathing practices are harmful and why restoring normal, healthy breathing is beneficial. In these initial discussions of anatomy and biology, I use a lot of scientific terms. I do my best to break it down into a simple presentation. At the same time, I know that not everyone enjoyed biology classes in school. I know I didn't. So if you find that material too dry, feel free to skip ahead to the practical sections.